Hey everybody, this is Cliff Ravenscraft, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of Generally Speaking About the Church. Today is just one of those little episodes where I just decided out and about, I have my portable digital audio recorder with me, and just wanted to go ahead and hit the record button and just share with you some thoughts on my mind. Today, it is January 20th. 2008. Uh, today is my 35th birthday. Uh, feels kind of weird to say that I'm 35 now, only because my wife has made a big deal about the fact that, like, when you check your age range on a, a little card, it's it typically goes like to 18 to I don't know 24, 25 to 34, and and today I think I checked the bar- box that said um, 35 to 44. So. I've moved up a notch, I guess, on the uh, little statistical tracking analysis sheets. Uh, not that that has anything to do with generally speaking about the church, but just uh, just something that crossed my mind. And, and oftentimes, if this is the first time you've ever listened to generally generally speaking about the church, then then uh, one thing you'll come to realize real quickly is that, that Cliff often shares with you his stream of thought, which... <laughs> Which at times can be a little crazy, so uh, bear with me. Anyhow, I just left Watermark Community Church. Well, I guess I should say I just left Dixie High School. And what I wanted to share with you today is what I've went through this weekend. And I, I guess I'll start it off by asking you this question. Have you ever had a friend who's asked you to help them move? Um, I recall one of the worst instances instances, uh, was when a friend of mine uh, had just got married. He and his wife uh, rented an apartment on the third floor in an apartment complex. Third floor, mind you. And so everything that we helped him move, we had to carry up one very large flight of steps we had to then try to find a way to bank around the corner and then carry it up a second very large uh, length of steps. And then we had to bank all that stuff around another corner and up another very large uh, flight of steps. And then we had to bank it around a corner. Then we had to bank it around the corner of their door trying to get it from the hallway into the apartment. And then we had to try... Uh, to get it into the proper room, one of the bedrooms in this uh, three-bedroom apartment. That was probably the the largest nightmare. The only other thing that compares to that move was is just any move where there is a washing wash machine uh, that is involved. Wash machines are a huge pain in the rear to move. Oh, and refrigerators, refrigerators also. Um, but anyway, you, I'm sure you've been there. And, and if not, uh, then you, you are very blessed. Uh, there are two things I hate in this world. One is helping people move. And number two is painting. Uh, I believe in, you know, if, if, if I were to imagine what hell might be like, uh, you can mention fire and brimstone all day long. That really has, uh, I have no personal ties to that stuff. Uh, but if you were to mention to me, you know, in hell, uh, Monday through Friday, you're going to help people move. And on the weekends, you've got to paint nonstop. That would be hell for me. Uh, but anyway, 
helping people move. How, how does that have anything to do with Watermark Community Church and Dixie High School? Well, one of the things uh, that our church does, this local church that I'm involved in, we meet every weekend in a high school auditorium. A very beautiful one, by the way. Uh, I, I can't tell you how blessed we are to have the atmosphere that we do in this high school auditorium. It, it is a very beautiful auditorium uh, with nice seating and uh, great lighting. And the stage is, is uh, got a nice wooden stage. I mean, it's just a really beautiful audit high school auditorium. But that's where we meet. We don't have a building. Uh, and, and we don't have a building on purpose. It's not that we can't afford one. It's just that we, we as a community, as the church, have decided to use our financial resources um, in, in other areas on purpose. It, it's not, like I said, we could, we could build a building just like any other church could build a building. But um, there are a couple other reasons. You know, the, the fact that many churches that have buildings, they go un, either they go unused... Um, every day of the week except for you know probably about five hours or there's a con there's a consistent pressure to have everything the church does be confined within the walls of that church facility and which means bringing people into the church bringing people into this meeting and that meeting and that uh, fellowship and all these other things and whenever there's that that you have to fight the tendency to have everything be centered on this campus uh, that's owned by the uh, by the local church, and and it, it's very easy to lose focus on the community and getting out and being involved in the community. And, and there are other reasons. I mean, we we don't we definitely don't feel any angst against any churches that have a facility. Uh, it, it's not necessarily uh, in our. Um, charter of you know this church that says we will never own a facility it's just for now this is where we are and this is what we've decided and this is what what we feel it works to our advantage and, and it is a benefit of being a, a member of watermark is that there that there is no church facility that consistently has to be kept up we, we rent space at this high school and it works out for us and it works out for the high school as well there 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 are ways that this benefits the school and uh and, and, and so, yeah, we meet there. Now, I will tell you that I've been going to Watermark for I have no idea how long. Um, I, I have absolutely no concept of time anymore, uh, especially since I've gone into podcasting and new media as a uh, business for myself. I have I've lost all concept of what day it is, hardly. I mean, working around the clock and stuff. But anyway, I don't know how long I've been at Watermark. I would have to say uh, since probably April maybe March or April of this past year of 2007. And so I've come every single weekend. And you know, um, I've always known that there had to be a lot involved for, for setting up a, a full-blown church with, uh, you know, nursery care for the kids, for the young kids, um, children's church for the, for the younger children, and even a place for the, the teen ministry to meet there. And... Then of course there is the welcoming the welcome center and and there's always you know hot coffee and tea and and snacks and you know all these things and and you, when you walk into this high school it's like it's really an amazing place to walk into it it, it it's not 
it's not like what you would expect when you hear somebody say we have we, our church meets in a high school gymnasium or a high school auditorium. It's not an it's not a gymnasium. It's an auditorium. It's like a theater. Uh, so anyway, um, but still, it's not anything. It, 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 I I had heard about churches that do this. And it was nothing like what I had imagined. So I don't know how I can paint that picture for you, but it's a very beautiful thing. And it, and it just physically uh, in the space, it just makes sense to do it this way. Uh, but what doesn't make sense uh, and what seems almost impossible is the amount of effort that's required to pull that off every single weekend. And one of the things that our church has began to do or begun to do we've begun to do in 2008 is our home teams are starting to take turns uh, work volunteering once a month to help with the tear down set up and tear down of the weekend uh, church setup in in the high school so let me just briefly explain to you what that might involve first of all there is a we have the church owns a box truck and I guess a, a climate controlled storage facility and on Saturday, somebody goes probably around 2 o'clock in the afternoon or maybe a little earlier, and they go get the truck from the storage facility and they take all the things that have to be kept in a climate-controlled room. They ha- they, like, for example, all the electronic equipment, the keyboards and, and uh, the, the, you know, all the things that are sensitive to temperature. All of those things have to be pulled out and then put onto the truck. Then the truck is driven to the church where hopefully a team of volunteers stands by at the loading dock to unload this truck. And I will tell you, the cool thing is, is that Watermark usually will have about 10 or 15, maybe even 20 people there each week to, to make this thing happen. And everybody helps everybody else. It's we all each team. Uh, there there are certain teams. One team is in charge of the auditorium. One t- team is in charge of the nursery setup. One team is in charge of you know each each different area. But we all help each other out uh, in the very beginning. For example, uh, since we're meeting in a school, high school, our nursery care for the younger ch- young children um, takes place in two classrooms in one hallway. And for us to be able to turn those classrooms into a safe environment for young children, one of the things that has to be has to happen is we have to take about 22 uh, high school student desks out of the classroom, and we have to oh, we have to carry them down the hallway, and uh, you know in, in a portion of the hallway that's not used. Next, after that, uh, then they start bringing in st- stuff off the truck to put in there such as uh, you as you might imagine there's uh, we bring in carpet to put down on the floor uh, we bring those little foam block things uh, that you walk on and play on or whatever uh, we bring those down and put them on the floor uh, they have all kinds of preschool toys and toddler toys uh, just lots of toys for the kids and, and all that comes off the truck the other thing that we do is uh, we set up the cafeteria of the school in different sections for uh, the preteen children. Um, so th- d- we have these dividers that we put up in the in the uh, in the cafeteria, 
and there's an audio uh, visual set up in there for multimedia screen and big speakers and, and you know audio equipment to make all that happen and so uh, there's a lot of setup set involved there now I will tell you I'm involved in uh, matter of fact I am in charge of the auditorium tech to get that set up and this is in my opinion a huge job because there are probably around 60 to 70 cables that are involved uh, and all these cables are stored in two little storage boxes and uh, those all have to be installed in a certain you know in and put into in certain plugs and then all those have to be run to certain places on the stage for certain pieces of equipment you have to set up the keyboard and the keyboard stand and and you have to hook up all the microphones all the monitors for the different various people on stage so they can hear what's going on and um it is then there is there are these risers that have to be uh carried up to the stage and and uh put together and then and these risers is like it's like a stage on top of the stage for the drum drummer to be up on and then there's like this soundproof clear thing that that you put up and uh it it's to keep the the drums from overpowering everything else and if you can just imagine just what it might be like for a concert uh whenever a concert comes in town if you can just that, imagine that on a, a much smaller scale but we're literally setting up for a small mini concert every single weekend and uh you know getting all those things right and just getting the there's this huge 100 inch screen uh 100 inch or 100 foot i don't know not 100 feet it couldn't be 100 foot no it's it's a 100 inch screen or something it's a gigantic screen that we have so there's a lot of stuff that has to come in and then people have to hook things up put everything in the right place and there are there are teams feverishly working for about two hours in every area of this church of this high school that we occupy to make it look wonderful and then when you come in on um, Sunday morning, it is amazing. It, the, the, the high school has been transformed into a church. And then after um, the, we have two services on the weekend, after the second service, everybody's walking out of the auditorium. And those of us who are on the team to start tearing this down, each team has their own place where they're working. And, uh, we start unplugging all the cables, wire, wrapping them up, putting them back in the box, putting away all the, you know, all the chairs from the stage, all the music stands and, and everything else. It, it all has to go back. And if you can imagine, all that stuff has to be carried back to the truck. And we have to go and put all those uh, high school student desks back in the classrooms where we got them in the formation that we got them. They were originally in when we started. And uh, we leave, and the high school hopefully is in the same condition it was prior to when we got there on Saturday. So that's pretty much what's involved. I mean, now I've oversimplified it quite a bit, but what's amazing is this takes place every single weekend. And it has taken place every single weekend for what is now going on three years. And... And, and it is literally just like helping somebody move. 
It's just about as much stuff. There is just about as much heavy stuff as you would have with a washer and a dryer and and refrigerator. I mean, there are some of those things that are just doggone heavy, especially those those risers that the the that sit up on the stage for the drummer to be up on a, a higher platform. So I'm just getting back from that, and I just wanted to share with you um, perhaps what what is an inside look into behind the scenes at a Watermark Weekend, transforming a high school uh, auditorium, classroom, cafeteria, and some other area of the school into a fully functioning, uh, wonderful environment for people to come and experience the love and grace of Jesus Christ through the service and care and encouragement of people who really do care. And and uh, not not to say that they can't get that other places, but that's that's what we're about. And we know so many other churches are about that as well. And what's what's nice is that it, it's really it's really it's really great to be involved in a church where so much work goes into putting it together every week. Uh, just just the basics of putting this stuff together. It's really neat to be a part of that. And I will tell you that when I heard that we were going to switch to where home teams were going to do this and they wanted me to lead up the auditorium tech setup to make sure that it gets set up okay, I was a little apprehensive about that, especially with all the life changes going on here at home and working night and day and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, maybe I'm going to tell them that, you know, I, I sure I don't mind being there and volunteering, but I don't know if I can be in charge of this thing every single week. The th- thing is, is I being a part of it this weekend, I really got a picture of what it must be like, you know, to to be a part of something bigger that you believe in, and you know, I'm I'm proud to be a part of it, and I'm looking forward uh, to next month when I actually get the opportunity to do it again, and and I'm so I think that each Sunday morning when I come there now, I will appreciate more the people who came in the day prior to that, that Sunday morning, uh, experience. And, and I, I think I'll appreciate all the work that went in to that. And, and I appreciated that work to some extent before this weekend. Uh, and before the, and of course I was there for a training weekend, uh, a couple weeks back, but, but actually doing it and being in charge of it myself and, uh, especially being in charge of making the audit, making sure the auditorium is wired for sound. Uh, it, it really, I think I, I really have a greater understanding of the appreciation that should go into uh, what happens. And if you think about it, uh, with all the amount of work that's involved, thinking about getting that many volunteers uh, motivated to action, to have four separate teams of two home teams each to come in and, and pull this thing off on a weekly basis for over two years is simply amazing. And um, I'm just glad to be a part of it. Well, anyway, that's all I have for this little episode of Generally Speaking About the Church. thought you guys might be interested in hearing about that. And uh, I'll be back soon with more uh, Generally Speaking About the Church episodes. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. So we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.